Hello, thank you for tuning in to Marketing Connected. In this session, we hear from AirAsia's Group CEO, Tony Fernandez, on the company's transformation journey from a budget carrier to a digital lifestyle company and how AirAsia is tapping into new business verticals. AirAsia officially launched its Supra app late last year and has been expanding into new verticals such as food delivery and even ride hailing. As of July this year, the Supra app is valued at 1 billion US dollars and AirAsia Group is looking to raise about 300 million US dollars by listing AirAsia Digital through a special purpose acquisition company in the US. In a recent fireside chat at Marketing Interactive's Digital Marketing Asia Conference, Tony tells Editor-in-Chief Rezwana Manjur how the COVID-19 pandemic gave the company time to rethink its strategy and pivot, and why brand marketing is still as important as data for AirAsia. Thank you so much for making time. I know it must be such an exciting period. I mean, we just announced the VTLs with Malaysia as well. I'm sure you're on top of that. So it really means a lot to us that you're making time for us this morning. Pleasure, pleasure. I won't hide the fact that it's been hell for the last uh, almost two years now. And um, But, you know, it, it's almost like starting all over again uh, for us. And it's exciting to be reopening routes and welcoming staff back and seeing planes take off so so yeah i can only imagine i mean you certainly did not let the pandemic go to waste i mean you guys rolled up your sleeves you hustled in so many ways um you've launched so many different types of businesses just a little bit of context for our audience you've pivoted really quickly from budget airline to digital lifestyle company with a super app and you've got various verticals from food delivery to beauty to logistics and the last time i read your uh digital business had a valuation of over 1 billion and you achieved unicorn status in under two years so yes the journey has been hell but it has been pretty fruitful in some ways as well can you tell us is this what you expected to be fair on on the guys and the company we kind of started this journey before covid but really covid if we are to succeed covid would have would have been a silver lining that that has that gave us the opportunity to sit down we couldn't do anything to strategize to to re-pivot and to put the foot on the accelerator. And over the last 18 months, we've had a few iterations, but I think you know, today I can firmly say we're almost 100% there on what our strategy is gonna be. And uh, it's exciting. We have now created an aviation group, which has our engineering company and uh, our little food company. And of uh -huh. course the airlines, sorry, not engineering, ground handling. Then we have our engineering company, ADE. Then we have these, kind of four digital companies. Um, one is our super app, uh, one is uh, our logistics business, and then our FinTech business, Big Pay, uh, and then a kind of venture, um, which we call Red Beat Academy, which has some really exciting projects. So yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> COVID has been a nightmare, but uh, one of the great things about AirAsia staff is we never get our heads down and uh, we just, you know, live each day and we try to be positive and we try to make do. And you've got to give credit to the staff who have, have done an incredible job. I mean, many people are still laughing at us. Most of these, you know, kind of digital magazines are, are not giving us the time of day. But, you know, 20 years ago, no one gave me the time of day when I started AirAsia. Mm. But became, you know, the fourth largest airline in Asia. So we'll quietly sit behind 
and uh, just chug along and see where we get to. I don't think that AirAsia's efforts have by any means gone unrecognized. I recently um, wrote an article around the Cathay Pacific brand in Hong Kong, um, and they were changing up their structure, also hit by the pandemic. And they actually looked to AirAsia as a model. Um, I think I read that in one of the articles um, that they kind of wanted to follow in the footsteps of how you guys have innovated. Um, and you know, as you mentioned, it really does take an entire village to make that change, right? Uh, but human nature, we're not really mm, the most welcoming when it comes to change and you have to kind of motivate your staff. So how do you do that? Oh, wow, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> I mean, that's really question of the year. Um, Asians generally don't like change. And uh, AirAsia, we're a little bit blessed because they have a leader such as me who changes every day. <laughs> so they're kind of used to it a little bit. Um, you know, and, and we have a group of people, but I always say, uh, change and transform or die, right? We, the world has seen great companies, Kodak, you know, uh, Nokia, you're probably too young, but you know, <laughs> well, when, thank mobile you. Phones, when mobile phones first came out, we all had Nokias. No one has a Nokia now. So I always say change or, or, or die. And, uh, so the staff you know, kind of took to it quite easily, but it's a massive ship. It's a massive ship. I mean, we're not a small company. So to change that ship took a little bit of time, took a little bit of politics <laughs> to uh, get everyone on side. Uh, but it's much easier within a company like AirAsia. But, but you said it 100%. Uh, you know, people don't like change. Uh, but we were we were helped by the fact that we couldn't fly mm -hmm. that was a big advantage for me to get people focused and to say if we don't change we're finished and two i suppose you know this, this is a digital conference but brand and marketing conference but everyone talks about branding being when you think of branding you think of outside you know mm -hmm. you're marketing to the outside but for me <clears throat> branding is about internal branding first you got to sell it to your staff and if they believe in the vision, then it's a lot easier, right? So, you know, the last year have been really selling to my staff to, to say, this is what can be done. And now they believe it. Can you imagine, you know, six months ago, I said, let's do ride hailing against mm -hmm. Grab, right? I mean, you know, people were like, what drugs yep. are taking? And, um, but last month we did 150,000 rides in our first month. Wow. If you look into KL, you'll see a hell of a lot of AirAsia ride cars. So people are now really in the company, really believing in it. We've got the structure right. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yeah. As you mentioned, ride hailing um, and food delivery, these are industries that are so competitive and you've got really established competitors in this space, but somehow you remain quite bullish on your plans yeah. um, to go against them. You've got to remember where I came from, right? Nothing. We were competing against Singapore Airlines, you know, uh, Malaysian Airlines, funded by the government, right? In, in the same way, some of these unicorns are funded. They don't make money. They're funded by VCs, right? I mean, it's easy business, right? You just give, give them a lot of cash and said, go and go build a business. In some ways, government airlines are like that. They were given a lot of cash to go and uh, build an airline. So 
we kind of come from the school of hard knocks. Mm. But, you know, um, there is always an opportunity to be number two or three. There is always an opportunity to grow into number one. Now, no one knows mobility better than AirAsia. Mm -hmm. Everything we have gone into is mobility. That's it. That, that's what we know. Whether you're flying a plane, whether you're doing ride hailing, the businesses are the same. Whether you're doing food delivery, food delivery is mobility. Cargo is mobility, right? So if you really look at it and no one's really noticed it, every business I've chosen is about mobility, right? And that's something we know very, very well. Mm. And it's a natural extension uh, for us. So was there data that was backing these choices to go into um, these rather competitive space or is it just sheer willpower that you want to conquer this space? Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> you can want to do something, but you got to have the tools. Um, and just, just to finish on the mobility stuff, on, on fintech, we're about making money mobile as well, making it accessible. But that's what AirAsia is all about. So everything is about accessibility and mobility. Data was a big, big plus. If we didn't have data, you wouldn't be talking to me about this. You mm -hmm. know, that's our asset. That's our asset. I think what have we got going for us? It's, it's really the theme of your conference. We've got digital data and we've got a great brand. Those are the two things. If you mix it up with amazing people, uh, of which I'm blessed with uh, amazing all-stars, then we got a shot. We got a shot. And uh, I love the fact that most people are writing us off and saying, how can you compete with, with all these guys? But my number one thing is we're here to make money. Most yeah. of them are not making money. And I cannot see a path to profitability from any of these companies. So I think we have a chance. Well, certainly. And I know that you're not one to shy away from shutting down a vertical if it doesn't work, right? Uh, you're quite fast, you fail and you fail fast and you learn from it. Um, so from a marketing and technology and manpower point of view, how are you ensuring that you're keeping up with all of these changes when you are spread across so many areas? Yeah, actually, we're not, if you think about it. Um, we have the FinTech division. Salim is doing a fantastic job there. He's got an amazing group of people. Uh, then Pete at Teleport, he's doing all the delivery stuff. Hmm. And he's got a, a really cool team. And then we have Amanda doing the super app. Um, and within the super app, we have travel. That's kind of second nature to us. Um, and then we have the delivery business. And then we have the FinTech business. So um, one of the big pluses is that we haven't had to invent this. Look, let's be real. I didn't invent low-cost airlines. Southwest did. Uh -huh. right? I didn't invent the super app. Meituan in China did. Gojek and Grab made it better, right? Um, or adapted it to Southeast Asia. They have trained consumers. In the same way I trained consumers how to buy on the internet. And people forget that. We're actually a digital company when most of these guys were in their prams, we were the first guys to, to get people to buy on the internet, right? Airline tickets. Yeah. Um, we were the first guys to embrace social media and use Facebook for marketing and, and, and Google, et cetera. So we're not a digital dinosaur. We're quite the opposite. We're just an old digital company, <laughs> but, you know, I'm old, but we are a digital company. And so, um, that's kind of, second nature to us but we've been helped no doubt you know grab and gojek and, and 
Shopee and all have trained consumers in the same way we trained consumers 20 years ago. And then all these animal airlines came, right? Tiger, Lion, Bird, Firefly, whatever, right? We had a big advantage that Grab and Shopee and Gojek and Meituan have kind of trained people, showed us the best way of doing it. We don't have to waste a lot of money on hundreds of different ways of research and development. They've done it mm. for us. So mm. we're much more low cost. Yeah, fair enough. And you know, you touched on Gojek a little earlier, which clearly exemplifies your push into ASEAN and the Thai market. Um, are there any markets that are more on your radar uh, as you pursue your digital lifestyle ambitions? Malaysia, Thailand, Philippines, Indonesia, uh, Brunei, Cambodia, Singapore. These are all our kind of markets that yeah. we have a big database for and we know it. Um, we love Vietnam, but you know, we, we think it's an expensive market right now. It's probably not right. Indonesia, we think we'll be, we'll create a niche for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We'll be very big in travel. We'll take on Traveloka for sure. But, you know, I don't think we can do food delivery in Indonesia and hopefully we'll partner with Gojek or someone. Well, you have Gojek, yeah, as a partnership in Thailand already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Um, I have a sort of personal question to ask you. Is there anything you wish you had known uh, before starting on this digital transformation journey at Air Asia? No. I mean, I think you learn on the job, right? You know, you can always do things better in hindsight, but we pretty much, you have to go through those mistakes to be better, right? And, you know, we're like, it's like a baby, right? When you, you learn to walk, you fall down a few times, you've got to go through that process mm. to, to, to really get to it. But no, I, I think more or less. So any regrets? No, no, no regrets. I mean, I got a lot of regrets in the airline business, but so far in digital, no regrets. Surprised yeah. that, the, that the, you know, which means you must be doing good. Surprised that the level of, kind of attacks we get you know um from our competitors uh -huh. so but no no real regrets you know we often talk about data um helping us to find new ground right but often data is also kind of moving forward while looking back um, how do you balance the two of just going ahead versus having the support? Because I do feel that uh, in the marketing industry, sometimes we are over-reliant on the data as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I come from the old-fashioned school, right? I, I still believe in... That's why I mentioned, you know, it's not just about the data, it's about our brand. Mm -hmm. uh, good or bad. You know, I, I'm written about, and AirAsia's written about on so many crazy things, right? Um, so our brand is brand marketing is very very important and and getting those brand values i mean if you were to ask many of these unicorn companies what their brand is you don't know right you know what AirAsia's brand is it's about inclusivity oh. it's about accessibility it's about affordability right so um i i think that's a great question as well i do think that the conventional old-fashioned brand building and brand marketing is as important as data marketing. Um, and I think if you have the best of both, then you're laughing all the way to the bank. And that's what we're trying to achieve. And I think that's our advantage over, you know, I find a lot of these tech companies are so focused on product, 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 and 
data, 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 data. And I mean, people are, you know, people are going to get more concerned about privacy issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. So to put all your eggs into this data basket is not the greatest thing. And, you know, I, I do think, you know, you see it in football, which I'm involved in, more and more people are buying players based on data. Mm. You know, there is still gut feel, right? I, I, I built this airline a lot on gut feel. You know, there was no data about flying to Bandung. Uh, um, but, you know, it's common sense that there's 3 million people there and there should be a route. So there's a bit of both. Yeah. You're 100% yeah. right. I think that's where our niche is, right? We're, we're not 100% data, digital driven company. Mm -hmm. I think if we can combine our success that we built in AirAsia, which was great brand building and knowing our customer, coupled with what's happening in this amazing world of data, then I think we have a great shot. I think that's the magical spark, right? Um, if you are relying on data to kind of tell you every single step that you're supposed to take, that yeah. becomes kind of formulaic. Whereas if you kind of couple that with a gut instinct or experience, that's where you find the magic that happens. If you look at the great marketeers in the world, Steve Jobs, for instance, he built a great brand and he built a great product, right? But number one, people wanted to be associated with the brand mm. because it was cool, right? Um, he, he made it cool. Um, you think of Nike, do you, do you think really people understand the technology that goes into their shoes? No you know, they, they want to be associated with the brand. Right. Yeah. So, um, I do think that's our advantage because you can't make some of these unicorn companies suddenly become brand. They just yeah. don't have it in their DNA. Right. So we have an advantage. Is there a certain skill set that you're looking out for as you envision this digital future? Um, and how mm -hmm. difficult has it been to find them? Because there are numerous reports around, you know, not having enough digital skill sets in Malaysia and across ASEAN. So how are you kind of finding those hidden gems? Yeah, I think some find us, um, you know, some are people that were looked over for promotion. Some are looking to, to be more self-starters. So we find a lot of raw diamonds that many of these companies just treat as another number, mm -hmm. but we also develop our own. So, you know, we went from two planes to 245, mostly because we built our own academy. We didn't hire outside pilots. We trained all our own pilots. So, you know, Irene Omar has built this uh, Erasure Academy and many of our tech people are from our own company, cabin crew, pilots, etc. So, you know, we, we, we've been good at finding talent. Now, we also lose a lot of talent because the competitors come and just offer them double the salary, right? That happened with our pilots 15 years ago, but it's never a problem because there's always talent out there. I hate people who say there's no talent because there always is. And there's always, if you give people a chance, everyone's got a brain. It's just giving them the chance, nurturing them, giving them some attention. And so I'm never worried about finding talent. There's always talent out there and yeah. we train our own. Thank you for tuning in. The Digital Marketing Asia Conference will run until 25th November and cover the upcoming trends and technologies in the world of digital. To secure a spot, head over to www.marketing-interactive.com for more details.